Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. You got your host here, Jason Scott. I don't have Tina with me, but that's okay. We're here talking about social injustice on the Plowing Deep podcast. In the studios, we have a special guest. I'm sitting here rapping with my little nephew, Jeffrey Scott. Jeffrey, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Sure, anytime, anytime. So as we're talking about here on the podcast, it's about, you know, lives mattering. Whether it be black, whether it be white, whether it be all, but we just going to talk from the black experience from the day. Two young black men growing up in the uh, inner cities of Chicago. So talk to me, nephew. Tell me, uh, you have any interactions with uh, uh, the men in blue? Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, growing up, growing up in Inglewood slash Auburn, Gresham. I think they just classified that all wrong. I think it's all Inglewood. I know that's what it felt like, right? <laughs> uh, you know what? That's what it felt like once I found out that I was in it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like it one look, uh, look. We stayed on Seventy Fifth Street. Yeah, you know over there. That's all Gresham, but Seventy Fourth Street. That's Inglewood. That's that's where it's hard at. Right. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> one block, bro. Nah, that's Inglewood, my brother. Yeah, that's for sure. But yeah, growing up, man, you know, the police, you know, they ain't never really been the 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 good guys, especially not over there. You know? I- Man, have you ever witnessed, I know I did, Now I'm a little bit older than you, but I used to witness them searching people and then just taking money out of people's pockets. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay. Yeah. And I just, I don't know, I just, from that point, I never felt secure around uh, the police. Now, I'm not saying all policemen are all bad. I'm not saying that I'm not here to bash police or anything like that. I'm just talking about my own experience coming up in the hood. Yeah, me, myself, I have uh, about maybe three or four police friends that's on the police force. Um, and they they some good guys. They don't, you know, they, they do their job, get their check, and go home. You know? <laughs> In the end, it is a job, right? So, it yeah. It is every- a job, you know. And, you know, I get with them, you know, their thing is to do their job and come home to their families, you know. Right. And I get that. But sometimes, you know, it can – it can go bad with the police officers, you know. The, you know, some good, some bad, but the bad are really bad. Yeah, just like, you know, growing up. You know, we can go off to the store, and before we make it back home, we didn't call the murder case because they needed to close the case. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that guy right there, dude, come on over here. We'll take you down to the station. You stay down there for so long. Just say, just say you did and you can go home. And you say, okay, well, yeah, I did it. Yeah, and it's it's a lot of that going to day. It's it's more innocent people in jail than, than a lot of people know. Yeah, and what they'll do is just to solve a case, man. They'll take a, a, a alcoholic or a drug addict off the streets and and do that to them. Yeah, you know. So. Well, but you know, it, it's just hard to fathom, man. I mean, people just don't understand. It is tough being a black male in America today. Definitely, man. It's man, you. You got it, man. You get pulled over, you, you know, you know, like on on some of my vehicles, I got tinted windows, so like, hey, look, you got to, I got pulled over. I had all the windows rolled down in my van, you know, and I got my hands on the steering. Wheel, and the officer, this was a good officer. He comes to the window, and say, 
Hey man, why you got your hands on the steering wheel like that, man? You got the car off and everything. <laughs> he said, "Man, you got them damn on the dashboard, man." <laughs> I said, "Man, I'm just man, just following protocol, man." He said, "Man, I ain't tell you to do nothing. That. You you good, man? Just you know, just." But right. that's not all the time, that's right? Not all the time. <laughs> I had an incident once where I was I would get out the I would you know I got stopped and. Police pull behind me, lights on. I jump out the car, mm-hmm. you know, and I was just trying to be respectful, get out the car, get my license. He's like, you put on that speaker. He's like, hey, get back in the car. I said, oh, okay. And then he came up and he said, uh, hey, you know what? I understand, but uh, don't jump out of the car like that because mm-hmm. I don't know how you coming at me. And I was like, I got you. I said, I'll never get out of the car again. Because mm-hmm. I don't want them to mistake that for something else, and then they pull a trigger or something. Yep, and like the similar uh, situation with me, I got pulled over in Evergreen Park. I'm doing security, and I had two two incidents in uh, Evergreen Park. This one, uh, uh, he just pulled me over. I pulled in the gas station, so I'm getting getting my stuff together and that thing, and um. I'm about to, you know, just pop out and give it to him. I don't even know why I did that. (laughs) But he's like, hey, get back in the car. I'm like, "Uh, okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, I said, here's my license, insurance, and registration to the car, everything. I said, "Uh, you know, why'd you pull me over, though? It's like uh, you didn't have your seatbelt on. I said, I did have my seatbelt on. I said, I just... From maybe two blocks, I soon I said I pulled out of the currency exchange, which you guys saying the share the same lot as the currency exchange. Pulled out of there and drove down Ninety Fifth Street. So yeah, I had it on, sir. You did not have it. I said, all right, all right, whatever. What are you saying? And now he's reaching for his taser. I'm like, look. It ain't that serious, man. My license is valid. This car has insurance, everything. Yeah, officer, just, just do what you need to do. Yeah. You got your hand on your taser, like, you know, I'm like, it's it's not that serious. I, I said, it's too early in the morning. It is 6.50 in the morning. A.M. <laughs> so are you just, are you getting up or are you just going to bed? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, man, this is the point where you need some coffee, bro. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying? or Something. not, you're too already too hyped up right now, so you just need to just chill. Some, yeah, but you know, they I don't know why they have so much aggression, and you know what, I you know what, it's just a way of the way they process things. You know, they just they just view us in a different light, and you say whatever, you know, you know, you say something back when you're not supposed to talk back to police. I I know that's not a law. I I already know that. Right. But they feel that they can have that authority, and then it escalates from that point. Mm-hmm. But you know, I you know, I made it through. You made it through. There were certain instances when cops would say things to me to try to provoke get, you, right? Yeah, yeah. So I just at that point, I just learned not to say anything. You know, if they go down that road, I'll, all conversations for me stop. I wouldn't say anything. Uh-huh. It's either yes or no at that point. So I don't have to get into no long explanation because I didn't do anything wrong. If you say I ran the red light or if I was speeding, 
okay, you gonna give me a ticket or not? Like, like what are we doing? Are you gonna write this up, or we? Are you gonna talk about you know scolding me or something like that? Right, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, but another uh, another thing that to make change in this era is voting. You know, whether you can vote or not, or either you like to vote or you can't then what you do is you get as many people to the polls as you possibly can. Right. I mean, that's the thing. That's how you're going to invoke change. Change is about what happens at your city council, your city hall, and then your state Senate. Yeah. Before you even get to the national level, we're we're not even talking about your congressmen and your state and then your um, state uh, senators and, and the uh, president and all the other stuff. We're not even talking about that. We just talking about locally. Who's your precinct captain? You know. Yeah, yeah. I remember that we had a precinct captain, but he he's all right, but he was he was on the stuff. But yeah. you know, <laughs> right. He was into it for himself. He had the best house on the block. Yeah. But well, on a few blocks. Right. <laughs> you know. So yeah, I mean, it didn't get us to get our uh, snow shoveled or anything like that. So nope. I didn't see much benefit. I knew who he was. Right. But. I mean, that's just kind of how it is. Find out who your alderman is. I mean, if you need to get things done, you, you need to know who to talk to in your neighborhood to make some change. And that's how change is affected. You start with the people that's closest to you, the people that can make some change happen, someone to talk to. And you'll get better. You'll go up and you'll move up the, you know, the flagpole. You'll maybe get to the, the mayor of the city of Chicago of whatever city that you may be in. Mm-hmm. But you start at the, at, the, at the local levels, you know, and you start some community stuff. It, it doesn't take a whole lot, but we have to do, you know, something. This whole podcast was spurned or, or spun off of the whole movement because of George Floyd. As I was, you know, Tina and I was sitting there and we was like, man, we have to be able to do something right in the middle of a pandemic. What do you do? You know, it's like, man, I really want to go out there and march with my people, mm-hmm. but it, it, you got a pandemic going. So I said, you know yeah. what? There's other things. So what we did was we created a website. The website is plowingdeep.com. And what can you get there? You can get, you can uh, register to vote. You can learn about all the different, um, you can learn about all of the different uh, organizations, Black Lives Matter, Action Network, NAACP, the census, you you name it. Just a number of things that you can learn to do. Read up on this stuff because they always say knowledge is power. But my son always say applied knowledge is power. power. So knowing Broken and not doing even, is nothing, right? Broken down even simpler for people. What's that? Broken down even even better for people, man. Right. I mean, that's, that, that, that's, all, that's what it's all about. So, you know, there's so many different things. But, you know, we're, we're in the middle of a, an election. Get out and vote. That's all I can tell you. Yeah. Get out Simple. and vote and then bring somebody. Yeah, but you want you, you everybody you scream you won't change. I'm tired of this guy. I'm tired of his hair flapping in the wind and all this <laughs> old I'm tired of seeing him on the TV. Well, you know, you gotta get your butt up and vote and tell your friend who laying on the couch uh uh, uh farting and all that, get up off the couch <laughs> and hey man, come on, hey, take this ride with me, man. Man, it's seven o'clock in the morning. Man, we need to go vote. Yep. And, and this is the time you need you need to vote like your life depends on it because it actually do. It does. It do. Yep. 
Cause man, this 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 guy that we got in here now, man, this dude is trying to change the constitution, man. Well, he's Something changing a lot of stuff. Seventeen, what seventy six? Right, and you know when they wrote it, they didn't write it about us. So definitely. if you rewrite it, it definitely ain't it gonna definitely be about us. Man, they, <laughs> so. they, man it, they might uh, write it in, in neon so it won't be black on the paper. <laughs> <laughs> At the rate they going, the way they got this country all divided. Man. But let me tell you guys out there, go register to vote. Each one, take one. You know, uh, you, you want to take you someone to go vote? Grab an elderly person, grab a young person, show a young person. I have always taken my kids to vote with me um, ever since they were old enough to, to walk. They've been in every election. They got in the booth with me. Booth with me. And and just saw how the process worked. So it was nothing. When they turned eighteen, it was nothing. They had done it so many times. It was it wasn't a big deal. Voting the act isn't a big deal, but when you don't do it, the ramifications are something huge. And you may not see it right away on election night, but you look down the line and you start to see different things and how it affects you. Yeah. So, you know, you got to get out there and vote. Like I said, if you need somewhere to go to vote, you can always go to register to vote. We have a link on our website at plowingdeep.com. That's P-L-O-W-I-N-G-D-E-E-P.com. Go over there. Check it out. Go register to vote. Take somebody with you because I'm going to tell you it is extremely important. Especially on this election. Yeah, <laughs> if yeah. no other. If you ain't never voted, vote this time. For sure. <laughs> yes, man. man, you better vote this time. Man. So it's, we know it's not easy. It's not easy on a, on a, on a lot of different people, a lot of different nationalities. But you know what? At the end of the day, man, we are all human. Yeah. You know? Because if you fall down and cut yourself and bleed, it's going to be the same color. It's all going to bleed red, right? Yeah. So no one's more special than the other, but... Why do we look at each other so differently? That's something we're going to have to find out. We're going to have many different diverse people on here talking about it from very different um, uh, nationalities and, and, and beliefs. Because that's the only way you get to understand the problem and come up with a solution. Because you have to be able to look at it through different lens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now how do you feel now going forward? Do you feel that things, now that it's in the open, that it's getting better? Because a lot of the stuff that's happening was all like hush hush. Yeah, like now that's in the open now. I, I think like I don't know. They just doing things like to, you know, just to like to pacify us now, so we won't, you know, march so much, loot and you know, and all that. And then you know, even on on on, on both sides, you know. You got to say, like, you know, even with us protesting and, and and marching and stuff, some all the people that are protesting and marching, they don't, some of them don't mean no good, though. They, right. they, they waiting for yeah, any, opportunity. Any, any opportunity to go bust a window and, and get a gold chain or, right. or a ring. or A, a lot a of those people are not us, and it's not our color either. Yeah. They're starting the whole thing. Now, you can yeah. have the best intentions. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you, if I have not and someone opens up a, a clothing store, whether yeah. you break a window or something and go in, I could I could have the best intentions. But it's going to be really hard for me 
to not yeah. walk in there and grab something that I so desperately need. Yeah. It, it comes, you, you, you got to have the right mindset too, because I had no idea May 31st on my birthday. That's when it all went down. Yeah. I didn't. I either. said, man, you know, it's my birthday. I said, man, I'm going to go get me a pair of gym shoes. My wife said, I ain't had no gym shoes in a year. Jeff, why don't you go buy you some shoes? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, you know what? I'm going to go to shoe carnival. I'm going to get me two pairs. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to shoe carnival. I said, yeah. They they open up, pulling up. I said, damn, yeah, they 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 wide open. <laughs> Boy, people running out with the shoes. Man, hopping to the sidewalk. I said, oh, no, I'm finna go back home. Wow. I do not want to be a part of this. So, you know, if that would have been years ago, and when I had a different mindset and, and, and you know, ain't had my mind right, man, I'd have been right in there with them folk. Man, you know how many bad shoes I got there? <laughs> man, you crazy. I'm straight. Yeah. But, you know, that is, that's not going to fix the problem. It's not going to fix the problem. Actually, it. It makes it worse because now, you know, they have your own camera and that cr- creates different problems for you later on in life. Because they yeah. wait and they prosecute you later on. Yeah. But, you know, so they get you. So yeah. it, it's not really worth it. But fighting for something and marching for something, yes, we've been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're saying now, you know, black lives matter because they do. But we've been saying this for 400 years. Right. Exactly. All right. So in the 60s, it was, I am a man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like they say that, you know, all people, all men are created equal. So that's all we're saying. If we're created equal, let's act like it. Yep. It's not yeah. rocket science here. Not rocket science not <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. Not so, at all. I know. And, and, and it's, a, it's a lot of other things that, that we're going to really get into on this podcast. But one of the most important things is registering to vote, getting educated, and what it means in some of these programs for your civil rights, the laws is being passed because a lot of racist things that happen are legal. Yep. Because they passed laws to say so. Yep. So you really can't argue if you didn't vote to put anybody in place to vote, to keep those laws off the books. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of how it is. So yeah, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Jeff, I appreciate you coming on, man. I really appreciate it. Um, don't forget, go out, take somebody to vote, vote, and, and just understand one vote matters. Yep. Because you don't want to lose by that one funky point, that's for sure. It's just, you know, yep. just it wasn't that many votes that separated the last election, especially in the presidential nope. election. Even with our, our, our town um uh, mayoral um, election He only won by 100 votes Yeah that's not a lot That's so, not a lot Andrea, uh, Only 100 votes So, Yeah so your vote count Definitely you know, And not only do you vote for your local Representatives and people Hold them accountable Tell them yeah. how you feel and why you sending them to You know Washington or For, our, for us here in Springfield Let them know this is your interest. This is what you want. This is what your community needs. This is what you expect. You have to fight for that and let them know you're just not going to vote and then send them there. And then you don't hear from them for another two, three, four years when it's time to vote again. Okay. So do your part, get active. That's how you in, uh, interact change. You enact change 
by getting in the process and getting involved, not just sitting there. So before we close, is there anything you want to leave the people with, Joe? Man, get your ass off the couch and go vote. Hey, you heard it right here. Your life depends on it. <laughs> because you know what? It surely does. So just make sure you go out and vote. And again, thanks for listening to the podcast. And don't forget, hop over to uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Hop, hop over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the show. Until next time, it's your boy, Jason. Peace.